If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. We're back, and it's episode 45 of the Viking 360. This week, we'll sit down with a former Viking football standout, now coaching in North Carolina, Brian Wallen. We'll also visit with soon-to-be Hall of Fame inductee wrestler Jake Martin. Also, Tori Starcher had a change of heart. We'll have a sit-down with her. Butch Casto will tell you about 10 years the Vikings went without playing a home game in basketball, and we'll also... Get a kickstart on Viking basketball boys and girls with a sit-down with Luke Parsons and John Kennedy. The Bridgeport Indians won the AA state championship with a defensive coordinator and former Viking, Adam King, calling the shots. Also, another defensive-minded former Viking in North Carolina, here from Brian Wallen. Our guest on Viking 360 has a lot of connections to Ripley High School uh, through a couple of generations. Our guest is Brian Wallen. Brian, thanks for being with us this evening. Thank you. All right, tell us uh, uh, about your uh, coaching career down in the uh, Tar Heel State of North Carolina. Well, it's for the first 15 years of it at Jay Trose High School in Greenville, North Carolina, where we won four straight state championships and after I got married here about five years ago I transferred to my wife's school where I've been where I've been teaching and coaching for the last five years now and you had some success uh, this year as well and it's been a, a growing progress there you were, you were telling me yeah um, we took a program that won maybe three or four ball games a year and we won seven games this year um, county champions and we performed beyond anybody's expectations. We were only expected to win about three games this year, so winning seven was a big deal. And, uh, Brian, tell us the uh, differences between football in West Virginia and football in North Carolina. Uh, obviously, we got a bigger population, a lot deeper with our talent. Um, but there is, as far as teams, as far as, you know, how to coach, how to play, the things in West Virginia. It's just West Virginia has, you know, a million and a half people, and we've got 10 million. <laughs> and you were telling me that while there are currently three classes in West Virginia, that is not the situation in North Carolina. No, so actually, in football in North Carolina, we'll have eight state champions. But in all the other sports, you just have one state champion per classification. So um, we're looking to do a 5 classification possibly here in the next couple of years. So. Having eight state champions will probably be, uh, in these classifications, will probably be uh, a thing of the past. And geographically speaking, what part of the state uh, are you located? I'm located in Goldsboro, North Carolina, just about five miles away from Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. I'm about an hour southeast of Raleigh. And you were telling me that uh, you're also part of the uh, basketball program there. 
Brian, a good friend of mine is the head girls basketball coach. And um, he kind of hinted the fact that he needed some help. And I felt bad because I was the only coach on staff that didn't coach multiple sports. So I thought I'd better take up some slack and, you know, earn my keep. And I, he asked me to help coach the girls basketball team. And that's what I've been doing for the past two years. Excellent. And Brian, uh, bring us up to date on the Wallen family. Well, um, my wife Amy and I have been married coming up five years here in December. I've got a four-year-old boy named Patrick, and my little girl's named Elena, and she's two. And we talked about your connections uh, with the Viking program. Of course, your father, Dallas, uh, was an educator here, uh, a teacher, principal, coach. Uh, you still ha uh, follow the, the Viking uh, sports situation there? Every day. I follow it all the time. I mean, I get online, I look at the scores, I look at to see what's going on, I look at the facility upgrade. I even got a chance to see the homecoming game last year with that team that won 10 ball games, I believe. I'm very impressed with, with that. And I follow it all. I mean, I may be eight hours away from home, but I still follow Ripley Viking. That's great. Brian, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us. Well, thank you for having me. The Viking wrestling team is off to a 5-4 and four start on the season. They went 3-1 and one in action at Parkersburg South. They went 2-3 and three in action at John Marshall. They return to the mats this Thursday evening in a home match against Huntington High and George Washington. Three Vikings are going to be inducted into the Viking Wrestling Hall of Fame. First, it'll be Adam Bicek. He was coached by Jason Scott from 2009 to 2010 and Matt Smith, 2011 and 2012. Adam brings a gaudy 179-19 and 19 record as a Viking, four-time regional uh, champ, and uh, also a four-time state champion. And he's currently in his third year at Marshall University as a medical student. Next, David Hicks with a 119-18 and 18 record as a wrestler at Ripley High School. He also was a three-time state champion, three-time All-State in football, and Athlete of the Year in 2012. Currently, he's attending Marshall University and graduating this December with a Bachelor of Science degree in Occupational Safety and Health. And the third Viking to go in the Hall of Fame is Jake Martin. The Martin name is entrenched in the history of Ripley High School wrestling, and we're very pleased to have a member of the Martin family, uh, Jake Martin, with us here today. Jake, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And the reason that Jake is uh, with us today is that he will be among three wrestlers inducted uh, this season into the Viking Wrestling Hall of Fame. And I, I guess, Jake, to be elected to uh, this uh, group and not and be elected uh, by your wrestling peers had to be pretty special. It was very special, and I'm very humbled to be inducted into the, the Hall of Fame. Jake, and your family, as we mentioned, has been has a deep history in wrestling, beginning with your father. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, uh, my father wrestled when he was younger and grew up wrestling in high school and stuff, and both my brothers wrestled, and we all were pretty good at it, so... And your father also uh, spent some time coaching uh, in the in the youth league program here. Yes, he coached all of us growing up in midget league, and uh, a lot of kids really. And uh, 
he was a big impact on a lot of people's lives and especially ours, me and my brothers. And Jake, how old were you when you hit the wrestling mats uh, for the first time? About do you remember what the age was? I think I I think I was three, <laughs> and I think I started competing when I was four. So four years old. That, yeah. That's fantastic. And during your high school career, you had the distinction of doing very well on the state level. Tell us a little bit about each year, uh, how you finished up the season. My freshman year, I won the state championship at 120. My sophomore year, I won a state championship at 138. My junior year, I placed second at the state tournament at 152. And then my senior year, I won state tournament 170. And Jake, bring us up to date on, on what you're doing now. I, work, I currently work at uh, Constellium Roll Products in Ravenswood, and I'm a physical analyst down there in the lab. So, Jake, wrestling is a little bit different sport. It's not meant for everyone. Everyone was not <clears throat> meant to be a wrestler. Tell us, what is it about the sport that was appealing to you and why you wanted to spend so much of your time growing up in, with the sport of wrestling? The sport was appealing to me because... Uh, it's it's one on one. It's not a team effort, and it's all on you at the end of the day. You can't rely on what your coach said or what your dad said in the stands or who what somebody's yelling at you to do. At the end of the day, whatever you do is the consequence of if you win or lose. And and it teaches you a lot about life. It teaches you a lot of life lessons and uh, teaches you how to lose and how to win. And that's that's what appealed to me the most is. It wasn't a team. I couldn't blame a teammate for losing. You know what I mean? So I like that aspect of it. And At times you, you think you hate wrestling because it is a very tough sport. But And you, you, could, you could hear it. Uh, most people say they thought they hated it, but at the, when they're done wrestling, they, they, they wouldn't change it for the world, and they love it more, actually, So when they're done. That's great. Well, Jake... Congratulations on being inducted into uh, the Viking Wrestling Hall of Fame this coming season, and uh, best of luck to you. Thank you, Rude. We're sitting here in the lobby of the uh, Ripley High School, and uh, we see a, a large banner uh, next to the gymnasium, and it says, the uh, Gatorade Girls Track Athlete of the Year, and that's who we're talking to, mm -hmm. Tori Starcher. Tori, good to have you back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And you have some exciting news to share with us this time. Go ahead. And tell yes. us about your college choice. I have decided to pursue Stanford University. And what made you decide on Stanford? Um... I think the main thing was I just fit in really well with the team there and ultimately you know I'm going to be hanging around those people a lot during the college years and I feel like I just really clicked with them and they were so welcoming and you know I really envisioned myself you know fitting in really well and having a lot of fun with them and I mean it's just like a beautiful area and it's just nice there all year round and like the campus is like unlike any other I've seen and it just really drew me in so I think that was well it's really a, a first class institution oh, yeah. as were your other uh, mm -hmm. finalists uh, yeah. for your uh, for your college choice yeah. 
Um, what about the future? On the, let's talk about the academic side of Tory. What, what are your thinking uh, in terms of, of classwork? Yeah, the academic side was very important to me, so I really wanted to go to a school where I could get a really awesome degree and could basically do kind of anything with it. So right now I'm planning on majoring in biology or chemistry, and the I don't know quite what I want to do, but right now the profession I'm interested in is maybe a pediatrician. So. All right, and you're coming back from uh, an injury suffered during cross-country mm -hmm. season, so tell me what's going to happen, what do you see happening uh, between now and your high school graduation in May? Yeah, so I basically was released yesterday, I got my final x-ray, and it looks good, so now it's just kind of progressing back into running, and you know, hopefully I can get back into the swing of things here in a few weeks, um, I'll be back on my feet and um, running completely fine and training good, so I mean, hopefully, you know, in the track season, like we have the past um, two years as state champions, and you know, if we all, you know, pull it together and, you know, get a f few more people out, I think it's possible. And Tori, what do you do this winter? It's it's the off season, but it's not really an off season for you. Yeah, so I train with a club team in Morgantown, and then we go to a few local meets. Well, not quite local. I mean, a few out of state meets um, that they host like every weekend. So those are kind of the big things upcoming this year. All right. Tori, uh, congratulations and best of luck as a Stanford Cardinal. Thank you so much. Viking Boys basketball season tips off Wednesday night, December the 11th at 7 p.m. at the South Charleston Rec Center. We'll hear now from second-year head coach Luke Parsons as they look forward to this coming season. We're talking with Viking basketball coach Luke Parsons. Uh, coach, you've had uh, a couple weeks of practices and uh, a chance to look at the team in their first and only scrimmage game. So what are your thoughts on how this, uh, this team is shaping up? Well, um, practice early on was really good. Um, they were focused. They were learning. They were getting better every day. This last week, Thanksgiving break, you know, it's always a slow week. Their, their minds aren't aren't with them. And, and we had the worst practice yesterday, which was the day before the scrimmage. And I could not sleep last night because um, I, I just couldn't sleep because I didn't know what was going to happen today after practice. Um, so... You know, but we come into the scrimmage, they were focused. They played really, really, really good from, from the practice the day before. And um, we're coaches, Coach Mullins, Coach Hunt, and myself, we were very pleased on how they played. Coach, this is a uh, pretty much a senior-dominated team. You have some experience out there this year. Yes, we have, um, we have five seniors that have played with Coach Mullins and Austin since they were freshmen. Well, excluding Ty, I'll put Ty in that category because he's been here for those four years. Um, but we got we got five seniors that have played together for basically four years with Coach Mullins and I, and they, they do well. And then we got the other um, two seniors that have didn't play any high school ball. Um, one played last year for the first time ever, and we had another one come out this year that had played middle school. And we're we're looking for them to give us some some valuable minutes later on in the season. Coach, you open up the regular season with uh, South Charleston, and they are usually a challenge when it comes to basketball. Yes, and you have put together really a challenging schedule for this group. Tell us about that. Yeah, we did. We uh, Coach Mullins and I sat down after the season, and Coach Mullins said, "Listen, we need to if if we want to get a chance and, and have our guys ready for the postseason, we need to beef up the schedule." And I agreed, and so that's what we did. We beefed up the schedule so that way these 22 games that are basically a preseason for high school basketball. 
um, we're getting ready for that postseason play. Um, our, our record might not show how good we are. I mean, we might be under 500, but if you look at Parkersburg South last year, I think they won five or six games and made it to the state tournament. So, you know, that, that, that's the reason we scheduled tough. Um, we think these guys can do it. I mean, we, we can compete in every game. And if we play well, we can win those games. So, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not too big of a challenge for the guys, but that's, the why, we, that's why we did um, the schedule the way we did it so that we're ready for postseason play. Coach, thank you very much, and good luck as the season shapes up here. Thank you, Mr. Rubin. Ripley Viking basketball once went 10 years without an on-campus home game. Now hear from one of the participants on those teams, Butch Casto. It's History 101, this issue of uh, Viking 360, and we are talking with Otis Casto. Most people in the community would know him as Butch Casto, but... Butch was an athlete at Ripley High uh, during an interesting time in, in Viking athletic history uh, in the uh, 1950s at a time when the, the hatchet had, was played for the first time. But it was also a time when Ripley had a rather unusual situation with the sport of basketball. And uh, Butch, as you were telling me, uh, Ripley High School really did not have a gym for about a 10-year period. Uh, that's correct. Uh, uh, I came to uh, Jackson County in 1951, and uh, I know the varsity did not have a gymnasium, and they practiced and played at that time at the high school, uh, Gilmore High School. The, uh, I was on the eighth and ninth grade team, and we practiced and played in the basement of the old high school, uh, we called it the the pit or the cracker box, and it was uh, it was a very very small gym in a basement. So you're in high school, you're playing basketball, and there's there's no gymnasium. So practice time was a little bit different. You had to get on a bus and head somewhere else to practice during the middle of the day. That's correct. Uh, the the varsity uh, practiced and played at Gilmore until uh, my sophomore year, 53-54. And uh, at that time, by that time, Ravenswood's new gym had been built, and the Ripley uh, squad would go to Ravenswood to practice uh, basketball. And we had two hours uh, during the school day to get in private cars and uh, go to Ravenswood no interstate at that time, dress, uh, practice, uh, sh shower, hopefully, uh, get back to school uh, within that two-hour period. At that time, they wanted to make sure that uh, the kids from out of town uh, could get a school bus home uh, at the end of the school day. So we actually had about an hour at the most to practice, and we also played our home games at uh, the Ravenswood gym. And, and Butch, tell me about, uh, you really didn't have a home court, but what kind of, did you have any kind of uh, home atmosphere when you played your games at, at these other schools? Well, uh, the, uh, the fans at that time didn't travel that much, and, and I don't recall that uh, Ripley basketball fans uh, packed the gym when we played the uh, uh, home games at Ravenswood. 
and uh, your coach at the time was uh, a gentleman by the name of Ron Deem. Uh, tell me what it was like to play for Coach Deem. Coach Deem was a, a, a good coach, a good man. Uh, he would come up with some unorthodox uh, solutions to our uh, to our problems, but uh, it, it was an uh, enjoyable time playing for him. And and Butch, you were telling me that the whole reason that you ended up coming from Putnam County to Jackson County was the fact that your father was uh, an educator and he was hired as the superintendent of, of schools here. Uh, that's correct. Uh, in 19, around 1950, uh, there was a, a problem in Jackson County. Uh, both Ripley and Ravenswood were supposed to get new schools and new gyms. And for whatever reason, the, Ripley ended up getting a new school and Ravenswood ended up getting a new gym. And the two towns were uh, uh, fans uh, and citizens of the two towns were uh, at each other's throats. Uh, the I saw one article where the principals of Ripley and Ravenswood agreed in 19, December 1950 to not play each other in sports for two years to have a cooling off period. Uh, uh, because of these uh, problems. Butch, thank you so much for sharing this uh, part of Viking basketball history with us. It's been great having History 101 with you. Well, thank you for asking me to uh, participate in this. City Viking basketball will be going for win number one on Wednesday evening when they host Point Pleasant, as we hear from Coach John Kennedy. Lady Viking head coach John Kennedy. Coach, uh, always a pleasure. Appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. Tell me about your team. Uh, you're one game in here, uh, still early on in the year, but tell me uh, what you see out of your team so far. One thing about our girls is that uh, this year we truly have a special group of girls get along well together on the court, off court, locker room. There's no issues between them. Um, we're rebuilding from last year. We lost three starters that were seniors last year. That's always going to hurt, but I'm positive going forward. You know, even though we dropped one last night to Hurricane, we had a 16, we were down 16, went in the second, and we only lost to them by one in the remaining three quarters. So you just scratch that up for pregame or first game jitters and you move on and learn from it. Coach, uh how much is the blood pressure for you going to be uh, raised a little bit when you got such a young team? I know, I know you have a tendency to get a little excited on the sideline. Uh, believe it or not, I went off blood pressure about halfway through uh, last season. Uh, started to chill out a little bit more and relax, and the girls seemed to respond a whole lot better than the way I used to coach <laughs> boys years ago. It's just a different mentality and a different ap approach to coaching this year with these girls. A lot of them's babies and never been with me before. Coach, last year we we covered your team a handful of games. You guys were a really scrappy bunch. I talked to Caitlin about that too earlier. Uh, do you see that same type of scrap and fight out of this team? I know it's early on and you're only one game in, but what do you see out of them? Yeah, you just, you just asked that, and I got chill bumps. We had Lauren uh, Roush took two charges last night. We had Kaylee Blackburn, you had McKinnon Hall, you had Sarver, you had Taylor Moore, Kiana, girls getting on the floor after the balls. It's, they're fun to watch. They really are. And the same intensity and effort and just blue-collar attitude, is it, it's still there. 
Tell me about your lone senior, Caitlin. She's going to be leaned on in a lot of ways this year for you, but specifically on the offensive end to maybe get you guys going offensively if you're having an off night. Yeah, last night, you know, we started off sluggish, and, and that's on me. Um, we're going to start off and get Sarver uh, involved a whole lot earlier and run some specific sets to get the ball in her hands, get her some open looks, get her rolling. She didn't score until the second half and had 17 in the second half last night. So we've got to get her going early in the first quarter. Uh, we're going to lean on her for her shots, for her leadership ability, and for block shots, believe it or not. She is sneaky. She led the team last year on blocks. You wouldn't expect it out of a guard. But uh, that's one that I'm going to definitely miss and, and hate that she's a senior, but I love her to death. She's an amazing kid. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck the rest of the way, but we'll be checking in with you soon. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. That'll do it for episode 45 of Viking 360. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you around. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, Hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications.